It's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. How are you doing? How are those markets doing? Oh, well, markets are a little bit of a roller coaster still. I mean, uh, we're seeing some softness today after a very strong day yesterday. But since we spoke last Wednesday, U.S. markets are down close to 3%. The TSX is faring a lot better uh, just because of the energy exposure and materials exposure as well. Uh, really, markets have been caught in a trading range over the last few weeks. Uh, what's positive is, is that they've edged higher since the lows in January. Uh, obviously, markets are following the geopolitical tensions that we're seeing with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, obviously, uncertainties still remain, but we remain optimistic that uh, we will see de-escalation and uh, hopefully through negotiations. And And so we don't want to overreact with the portfolios at this time. I often say we don't trade on war. And, uh, you know, until we see a move one way or another, uh, you kind of have to be a little bit patient at this time. Um, inflation, a huge deal, as we just heard, um, you know, in the U.S., inflation came out at seven and a half percent in January, uh, which was the highest since February of 1982. Uh, again, most of the increases stem from elevated costs in energy, food, vehicles, and we got Canada's inflation rate, which was just mentioned at 5.1%. And that is the highest since 1991. So again, when we're feeling, uh, you know, every month we have less money than we used to, oh, yeah. it's true. You know, I uh, just go to the, the gas station and you'll feel it right away. Uh, my, my husband keeps taking pictures of the price of gas and storing it for, uh, to, to show our children later. Okay. That's um, funny. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> sad because like, yeah, it is going to be some historical thing to look at, but that's a good good thing to do good idea yeah yeah exactly um you know but similar to the u.s we saw a lot of uh the increase coming from energy food i saw you know beef was up uh over 10 percent, and so on and so these are things that are affecting us as canadians and and this is something i don't think a lot of people thought coming out of uh the pandemic that we would see this sort of inflation and the reason we're seeing that is in supply chain disruptions labor shortages and and robust consumer demand. So what's going to happen with all of this inflation? Well, we're going to see interest rates rise. And in Canada, it's expected with the meeting on March 2nd that we're going to see rates move higher. So again, we're entering a new phase of this cycle. So it's just something that you have to be aware of. Right. Uh, and again, there's still a focus on earnings season. Um, <clears throat> although it's slowing down, we've seen uh, you know upside with many companies growing profits more than 30% in the fourth quarter. Disney came out, they beat estimates, Manulife beat uh, as well. So again, despite some near-term vol volatility. Fundamentals remain healthy. Uh, we're staying disciplined um, and managing exposures. And as we get news on what's going on in Russia, Ukraine, we will act accordingly. Okay. And you talked about the earnings season there. Some of the companies doing really well. Um, it was really interesting, like Disney having a, a great year. Well, yeah, and and revenues are are driven by a strong recovery in in their theme parks, uh, as well as great growth from Disney Plus, right? And you think about those theme parks. I mean, there was a you know a long time where they had been shut down. People still aren't traveling. Yeah, that's US. what I was thinking. You know, I, I can't wait to go to Disneyland again. Um, but uh, but again, we're hoping that, uh, you know, with this pandemic, we, we see more signs of it turning into an endemic. And we saw, you know, obviously 
uh, less restrictions here in BC, but around the world and in the U.S., uh, they have even less restrictions, uh, and including on travel. So, so you know, when that day comes for us, uh, I'm sure that we'll be uh, on the first plane out of here at some point. I'm sure people are starting to think about that already. Okay, so let's talk about investments here too, Lori. Let's talk about investing in things like real estate, which I think a lot of people have done over the last 20 years, versus the stock market. Yeah, you know, in an inflationary environment, as we're seeing right now, many people try to hedge against inflation by investing, you know, the cash they have on the sidelines. I can't tell you how often we get calls, uh, you know, from... Uh, from listeners from the from CKNW or from others saying, you know, I've got cash on the sidelines. Should I invest in the stock market or in a portfolio or should I invest in real estate? And sometimes the answer is both, right? I, you know, we want people to be diversified as well. But there's things that you have to take into account today, probably that was different from, you know, two years ago, four years ago, and and so on. So one of those is inflation, as we're talking about, right? Which is, um, you know, when inflation is high, it puts pressure on the Bank of Canada to increase rates. And then we're going to see rates heading higher. And that can put some pressure on demand in coming years. Um, you know, one reason why we've seen high prices here in Vancouver, uh, tight supply, right? It's expensive. Exp- very tight supply. Been, yeah. yeah, it has been very expensive for developers to build new projects due to higher input costs. Uh, so residential sales are forecasted to decline 17% from their record high in 2021 and fall another 12% in 2023. As a result, often you see home prices fall as well, but it will be determined by inventory and demand. But again, if they're getting as aggressive as we think with increasing interest rates, it's going to be a lot more um, a lot more difficult to get the mortgage for the price of home that you want. So again, you just got to keep that in mind. So we always want people to have a roof over their head, but when you're looking at an investment, right? Should you be investing in real estate or in in stocks or funds or whatever? Uh, you want to weigh, um, you know, the different aspects of that and and whether it's the right time to to invest and and in what, right? And another part is liquidity, right? Simi, you know, when you're investing in real estate, obviously right now it's easy to sell. Um, you're getting multiple offers, uh, obviously bidding wars, things are selling above asking, uh, but that's not always the case. And people who have been around in real estate for a very long time know the flip side of that and what can happen. So again, if uh, say they raise rates too far, too fast, the economy slows down, uh, say we enter a recession at some point, you want to get out of your real estate, it can be very difficult to do so. And so just keep that in mind. When you're invested in a portfolio, it's, you know, you can buy today and sell tomorrow in most investments. And again, you want to make sure that uh, you're in all uh, liquid investments if you are investing in the stock market. So, So again, that's something to take into account as well. Uh, what about the issue of volatility? And I find this one interesting because we tend to think of the housing market as volatile, but the stock market can be too, as you were telling us. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you can see volatility in both. But what I often say to people is that, you know, you, you don't look at the price of your home or price of your uh, real estate as investment. You don't look at that price on a daily basis, right? So again, you should try not to look at your portfolio on a daily basis online. Um, it can affect people's mood and so on. Um, you know, but again, you can see volatility in both. And what's interesting is returns over the long term, right? If you take a look at historically uh, at the S&P 500, the 500 largest stocks in the U.S., um, the rate of return over the last 20 to 80 years, depending on, you know, what period you're looking at, has really been that 8 to 10 percent. Uh, where history has shown, and I looked at all different Canadian markets, whether from Toronto to Vancouver, 
Um, and depending also whether it's a condo or detached home, the rate of return can be anywhere between four to 6%. So the returns in the market, stock market has actually been better than real estate, but sometimes people like to feel and touch their investments, like right? A, like, like a piece of Well, property, they want to see right? what they're getting. Yes. Exactly. But the same as if you open up your statement and look at your portfolio once a year. Um, so, so again, it, that's where I say it's a personal choice too. Right. And, uh, and, and baby boomers are very used to buying real estate. Right. I would say too. Um, yeah. And so for them, you know, stepping out of that or, you know, starting to invest more into a portfolio of stocks is different for them. Right. But again, you, you want to take a look at what your net return is always. Right. And, when you look at real estate, there's a lot of time spent. Um, you know, if you have renters and so on, there can be maintenance costs, uh, strata fees, and that all takes away from that rental income that you're getting. And if you look at a portfolio of dividend paying stocks, uh, you know, your return is likely going to be better. Uh, but again, you see the value move or fluctuate. So it's something that you have to be prepared for. And again, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, uh, recommendation for for everybody, but mm-hmm. again, it's it's important to have those conversations with a professional financial team, an investment advisor, portfolio manager, so you understand the environment that we're heading into right now when, when rates are going to be going up. That real estate may not may not be as rosy as it as it was over the past two years. So right. it's just something to think about. All right. Well, Lori, thank you for that. Thanks so much, Simi. Have a great week. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now you can contact her team at 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.